show of 2023 that's right i love it i'm sad about it i know you're you? excited but i am sad that it's the last one of 2023 i am so looking forward to about two hours from now to go 14 15 days whatever it is without having to be in front of the camera i am just in front of the camera a little too much these days that's for sure i love doing it but at the same time it's like holy shit I am in front of a camera a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit, but I feel like we'll come back refreshed, rejuvenated, yeah. ready to go. There will be best of shows that are going to be running while we're gone. Yep. When I come back, I'm going to, I want to come back with like the commercials all cleaned up and people that, you know, have stopped gone and just kind of start fresh. Right. Well, it's time, isn't it? I mean, isn't that what everybody does on a new year? You start for you start over. Yes, yeah, so it'll be a rejuvenated show come twenty twenty four. That's right. Is that when Chiselka's coming back? Chiselka will be back in the chair. It'll be Chiselka and Chris. <laughs> January eighth, Chiselka and Chris. There we go. The Chiselka and Chris show will be on. <laughs> so I will be excited to watch that. Sure. <laughs> see how long you last my friend i wouldn't there's no way i mean and, and i love mike i i have no real beef with mike at all i don't but i love him too i i just i i can't i can't do a, a show with combs leading hannity <laughs> has to lead for me or else i can't do it i can't do it with combs i, I couldn't well water under the bridge much like yeah. uh, the rest of my past 20 years of life yeah so it seems. Yeah, yeah. Um, in case you missed it, I've been uh, banned once again. What are you banned from, man? Uh, you know, last time it was what Facebook because I posted a meme of Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, this show got my Twitter page or my YouTube page killed. Yes, you've been killed because of the show because of Flat Earth guy. Yes. Uh, we were banned on YouTube also for. 
um, medical misinformation. Talk, yes, medical misinformation. I, I believe a few different shows. Yeah, uh, we're trying to think of what else we've been. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's the, the it's Facebook has taken down a few things for music copyright. Oh yeah, Facebook has definitely taken down a few things because of music copyrights. Even though we're interviewing the band, yeah, they take down. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said, well, hey, there's a, you know we're we actually have the band on. Yeah, oh, you can't use our music still. Okay, well, sorry. <laughs> so we've been banned all across the world with uh, some of the record companies. Yep, sure have. And the latest in the banning is the uh, previous radio station I worked at banned me on Facebook as well. Oh my gosh! I can no longer look at the uh, radio station Facebook page, comments on it, or anything else. Maybe that's a good thing. It might be. Might be good for your mental health. Yeah, but but I don't know what I did. I mean, that's the problem. That's what I have an issue with. Well, what did you do? Did you go in there and say Bloom Daddy's a cunt? I did not. I you did didn't not. say that. I did not. Well, clearly you said that um, the program director is an asshole. I did not. You didn't say I, that either. I don't know who the program director is. No. Um, the management should all die in a fire. Did not say that. You didn't say that either. I did not. So what did you say that got you banned? I said, if people only knew. Jeez, oh, oh man. The language on you, man. Yes, it was uh, <laughs> obviously offensive. It was obviously something that I should not have said. I feel bad. I feel bad that he hurt feelings that I've caused. I'm going to call him beg for forgiveness. Please. So let's go down. I mean, look, I don't want to spend all show on this, but it, it, this is something that I feel like needs to be addressed. Okay. Properly. Sure. So I'll, I'll do the brief rundown of, of events for 2023. Okay. And 2022, basically. Sure. With, with me. So Triv passes. One of the hardest times I know of my life, and I know of a lot of people's lives, people in this city, people that loved him, people, fans of the show, friends of his, you know, people that really cared about Triv. Right. It was a really tough time for a lot of people. Sure. They had a lot of headlines around here. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult to deal with. And yeah, it was tough. Hold on, real, real quick. It, was, it wasn't only just people that knew him either. Right, no, no. Don't forget, there's 250, 300,000 people that knew him every day from three to seven. Every single day, yeah. You know, and those people were upset too. Very upset. Um, you know, he had a huge gathering at his uh, his wake, and it was uh, an emotional time for a lot of people. Very emotional for myself. Sure. I mean, I'm a man, but I admit that I cried a lot of times over that that man's passing. Um. Not just because it was, you know, part of my life for 12 years in my career, but because people don't know the times that I spent talking to him on the phones on the weekends, just sitting there for literally hours. He was kind of like your work dad. Yeah. Sitting there on, the, on my, my patio on the swing outside, smoking a cigarette and spending literally hours talking to the guy about radio and about life and about all kinds of different things. Sure. So... Unfortunate, sad, terrible, horrible, whatever. At which point I go back to work and I'm told to start deleting things. Start getting rid of basically the past. 
His Facebook page was gone. There was all kinds of things that were just taken down. Audio was gone. No music that you know, used to be played for, for him. Then I was told by somebody that still works there, who's still you know, prominent on the, uh, the, the, the station, okay. that they banned all of his callers. Now, this is not something I'm making up. Right. This is stuff that actually happened. I had breakfast with him and a host there, and they told me that they banned the callers that used like regular callers of his. Right. So they, uh, you know, that's what they did. They banned. They started getting rid of the history of Mike Trevisano. Sure. Made me very upset. I was in on meetings also. And asked numerous times my opinion on who should be taking the place of Triv. I didn't want to do that. Because yeah. I, I, I mean, one, it's not my call. But two, you know, tell me to replace the you know, tell me to pick. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to pick the replacement for their friend. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have input on the guy that replaces the legend in Cleveland. I didn't really want that. Right. But I always gave my opinion on what they asked me to give my opinion on, and I sat through all the hosts. Now Numerous times throughout this period of auditioning people for this job. Now, this is all true. This is all stuff that actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not making stuff up. This isn't something that you know, they're they going to sue me because I'm telling the truth about what happened. Right. So the truth of what happened is that I sat there and I got numerous phone calls from management there while people were auditioning saying, Seth, you already have the job. Quit auditioning. Because... Carmen and I wanted to get the job ourselves. We thought that it would be a good show. We sure. thought that the two people that knew him the best and knew the audience the best would be the best replacement for the for the the show. And, and it would come with a, with the least amount of shakeup. Right. Yeah. And if we failed two years down the road, then we failed two years down the road. You go on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it would cause the least headaches in the shortest period of time if we just took charge of that show and did our thing. Because people knew us, for the most part, people liked us. But that was the reality of it. We thought that we could do it. We were told flat out no. Right. Then I got calls from people saying, from management, saying, quit auditioning for the job. You already have the job. Meaning that I already have my job as being producer on whatever show is going to be there. Okay. So I was told a couple of different times. I remember where I was standing in my living room getting the calls from management saying, don't worry. You have the job. So stop auditioning. They want me to back off the mic a little bit so that way they could hear the host and see what they wanted to do as far as replacement. And so, and just, just to be clear on that, too, that also puts you in a position where you're not kind of protecting yourself either, thinking you might be out. Of course. You know, and, and for anybody Oops. that's never been, well, for anybody that's never been in radio, when when a host leaves, everybody usually gets washed. I mean, that does happen. That yep. that happens a lot. But you were in a position where you could have been protecting yourself. You could have been, you know, putting out feelers to HK or O&E. Or... I could have done numerous things. I didn't yeah. have a, a contract with a, no, a non-compete or anything like that. I could have done something for my life. Sure. But I was reassured on countless occasions. Mm-hmm. Not only literally the day of his passing, because whether it was classy or not, on the day of his passing – they said, don't worry about anything. You guys are fine. Talking to me and Carmen. Right. Then in the you know, proceeding or the weeks to follow, I was told the same thing. I was told, don't worry. nothing. Just back off the mic so we can hear some of these guys that are auditioning for the job. I said, fine. 
I said, but you, you, you ha I have a job, right? Don't worry about it. You have the job. Okay, fine. So I backed off. I did what I was supposed to do. I gave my input on who I thought should, you know, was at least an entertaining replacement. I named a couple of different people that I thought were good. And then, of course, they fired me without warning, without anything other than what happened. And this is after I, I talked to Boom Daddy, who's, you know, obviously got the job. And I knew that he had the job. And, you know, I talked to him. And then the next day I was fired. <clears throat> Lovely. Now, business well, is business, man. So I get I that. Care. But do you think, do you think, though, I, I just want to feel this out a little bit because I, I really wasn't chatting with you at that point. Did Bloom Daddy push you out? Meaning, did he bring his own people in? No. No, not at all. So it was management that not only brought him in, but staffed his show. Well, there's nobody to staff it. I mean, there's nobody. There's he doesn't have a producer? He, he has a, oh, at least the last time that I heard anything. I mean, I know who replaced me. He was just a part-time kid that had just started working at the radio station a few months prior to that. Okay. And so, and then they have Carmen. Mm-hmm. But so whatever, again, business is business. I understand. And I've been fired before on radio. Sure. It wasn't the first time and it sucked and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was done. But in that meeting where I was let go, I was told, don't say anything. Don't go on social media. Blah, 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 blah. You're not going to get your severance if you go on social media and all this bullshit. And so I kept my mouth shut. I didn't do anything. I sat back. I, I as upset as I was with the way that they handled it after promising me a job after one, my friend died, but two, telling me to back off the mic, don't worry, and not give me an opportunity to prepare myself to go out into the world and find myself a job, they let me go. And I yeah. didn't make a fuss during the meeting. I grabbed my stuff. Even after I was told that I wasn't allowed to say goodbye to my friends, after 15 fucking years and 25 years of being in that building with people, I wasn't allowed to say goodbye. <laughs> I was told to get my stuff and get out. Did they and, do the cop thing? Did they walk you? Uh, yeah, I was walked to the to the back door to the where the elevator was, and I was and I went downstairs. Jesus! And I, a couple people followed and came out and talked to me, and that was fine. Now, okay, again, firing is firing. Again. Right. Then, whatever. I'm sitting at home on the shelf doing my thing, and I get sick. At which point. I end up in the hospital. I'm in a coma for three days. I wake up without a fucking leg. I'm in the hospital now for another month. Sitting there, not knowing what I'm going to do with my life, not knowing how I'm going to even go on. Right. Now, because of what's happened <laughs> with my health, my kidneys were failing, my leg is gone, and I'm trying to recover from everything. At which point, I have no insurance. I have no job. My wife has... A, a good job, but she's not pulling in six figures. Let's, be, let's face it. Sure. You, know, she's, you mean that great Cobra coverage for $7,000 a month didn't take care of you? Well, that's the problem. Is that you, you know, If you look at that stuff, you can't even afford it if you don't have a job. Yeah. It's only, yeah. what, like three times what the normal cost is? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I'm i sitting there, and, and I, I get home, and Billy Morris is kind enough to uh, plan an event for me. Sure. To, for me and my family, because you wanted to raise some money because, again, no insurance. I have a daughter, I got a wife, and we need to live. And then Jim and Sandy Scott, first time caller Jim and his wife, uh, started a GoFundMe or Give, Send, Go account for me. And they were lucky enough to get on Rover right. to promote it because 
my station that I worked at for over a decade said, no, we're not going to help. And so they refused to help when their friends came to them and said, hey, we have a, a charity thing for this guy that's been there for over a decade. We want to help him. And they refused to promote it. I called management and I said, hey, could you at least promote the uh, event that Billy Morris is throwing for me? Please. Right. Because I don't have anything. And they said, no. They said they would not do it. And I said, well, why? And their response was, because the blowback that we would get for firing you would be too much for us to handle. We don't want to do that. We don't want to cause any more problems. Well, but if you weren't on there saying that, if you were just, you well, know, I, if you were appreciative of it, then what would be the problem? I said, I don't want to talk about getting fired. I don't want to talk about my my time. All I want to do is promote the fact that, you know, me and my family need help right now yeah. because I don't have a job or insurance. And if yeah. we don't get help, we're going to be living um, with my mother-in-law at best. You basically just wanted to say, come out, have some barbecue. And the money goes to helping me get through this shit. That's it. Yeah. That's all I wanted. And I was denied. At which point, I, I have to admit, I, I was pissed. And hurt. I bet. Really hurt. Because I thought some of these people were my friends. And it turned out that they weren't. And so, whatever. Then all this stuff happens. You, everybody knows. You know, started a podcast and all that kind of stuff. And thank God I ended up with you doing it. And then this comes up where they're going to actually start doing this uh, best of Triv on Christmas Day marathon thing. Right. Now, I think it's fantastic. Let me just get it out there. I think it's absolutely fantastic what they're doing. I want to. I'm going to sit and listen to Triv all day on on Christmas Day because I, I miss him every day. But the people that are doing it didn't like him, and they went on the air and they promoted this thing, and they didn't want to do this. Right. I know because I was there. And I know from going outside to smoke with Trib what he thought of some of these people. Sure. And people could deny things and they can say whatever they want to say, but that is the absolute truth. I have no bridge to burn because they're not going to hire me back. Right. That management over there does not like me for whatever reason, even though I didn't do anything to them. They did it to me. Mm -hmm. I well, said nothing. I did nothing. I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't go out of my way to upset anybody. I did literally nothing. Are the, people that are, in, are the people that are are the people are the people that are involved with the presentation on um, on next Monday? Are they at least people that that were good with Triv? Like, isn't Marty Allen hosting it? Like, yeah, and he was it, good. With was he good with fine. Triv? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. I have nothing bad to say about Marty or Paul or anybody. That, nah. But the management is what I'm talking about. The management, the people that shit on me and my family in our need, in our time of need. Now, again, firing is one thing because people get fired, and I understand that. And that's business. Radio mm -hmm. is like that. I understand that. I've always known that. Yeah. You don't have to like it. Nobody likes getting fired. But I didn't like the way that they crapped all over me and my family in our time of need. I didn't like that even a little. I yeah, I mean, if you would have gone out, if you would have gone out blaze of glory, that's one thing. But I didn't. But you didn't. So you know. What difference does it make? Hey, you know, Seth, who used to be on the Triv show, you know, he's having a benefit. To, why would that hurt anything? It doesn't hurt shit. It wouldn't. Makes the station look good. For God's sake. It, it, it would have done nothing but make the station look good. I mean, I don't like doing, I don't even like talking about this. I shouldn't be wasting my time talking about 
some of these people, but people keep coming to me with Seth, oh, this is great what they're doing. This is great what they're doing. In a way, it is, because Trip deserves to be honored. No doubt, Trip deserves to be honored. Just not by the people that are doing it. Mm -hmm. And you get you know, things like this. Ray retired. No, he didn't. He did not retire. Ray was let go. Was he? Ray had his own retirement party. And I love Ray. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's not true. Munch wasn't, didn't retire. Those people could have retired. They were on their way to retirement until they were let go. Yeah, I've heard Munch got just totally fucked around. And I'm not going to put words in people's mouths, so I'm not going to, you know, talk about any of those guys because I don't know what they think or how they feel about anybody over there. But I'm just telling you that I didn't do anything wrong to these people. Nothing. All I did was work my ass off for almost 13 years with Triv. And mm -hmm. I got shit on because of it. And then he left. <laughs> I'm hoping he just pushed that button there on the side. Yep, he did. <laughs> I hit that button on my mouse. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything, again, to get fired, but it, it is what it is. But I certainly didn't do anything to get treated the way that I got treated when I was sick and needed help. And you know, they can talk and say all the crap that they want. I didn't do anything to them, and I didn't deserve to be treated that way. And the fact that they're doing it now is ridiculous. Well, and they're still doing it, right? They're they're editing you out of the truth pieces. Correct? I don't know what's going to be what's going to air on Monday. I have no idea, but I, I would be willing to bet that I won't be on there. Yeah. I, I, and I that's. I mean, it'll be what they consider the golden era, and I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure you know, I liked when Paul and Marty and Kim and all those guys were on there. I thought yeah, it was a great too. show. But it wasn't a bad show when myself was on there, Goldman was on there, Glenn Forbes was on there. It was not a bad show, and it was a good show a lot of times. And there was a lot of good times had. And yeah. you know, I don't know what's going to air on Monday. I'll listen because I love Trip. Sure. But I don't think that. You know, I deserve now to be banned from the Facebook page. <laughs> you know what the worst part is about this whole thing, dude? Or one of the worst parts. It's not the worst part, I guess. But one of the worst parts about this is this is going to do the best numbers the station has done in two years. Oh, yeah. Easily. And they're going to say, well, see, look at what we did. Yeah, I know. They're going to take oh. full credit for promoting a man that they never fucking put their heart behind. That is very, very true. And that just blows. That just absolutely blows. And the sad part is there's a lot more that I know that I won't say on the air today. I just won't because there's you know other people involved and I won't do that. I'm well, text about, it to me. I'll say it. I know. I, I'm, talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about my experiences, stuff that I know and that I had to deal with firsthand. I would never get anybody else involved. And Look, I don't, I don't even say the Bloom Daddy sucks. I got nothing against Bloom Daddy. In fact, there's a couple of times I've listened to Bloom Dead where I'm like, all right, it's not that bad. I, I could make it a better show. I know that. Sure. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's second, rate, it's second rate what you used to do. I have no ill will towards anybody that's involved in putting that show together other than the people that announced it because I know how they felt. I know how Trip felt. And I know how they treat people. And it's not good. And look, you know, radio, oh, radio is a cutthroat business. Well, no, no, no. 
you could still be a fucking human being. You could still mm-hmm. be a person. You could still have feelings. Yeah. And dude, they don't. Dude, I, I'll just tell you. I'll, I'll give you the opposite side of it. When I got fired from um, 92.3, um, and I got fired for cause, no less. I got fired for a um, for a, an HR complaint. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, we got, um, it's a long story, but there's some DJs out of New York. We're actually friends with them now, but I, they, I used to do both the metal show and the classic metal show. Hey, and we when gotta I, take, we got to take a quick break. Okay, go ahead. I have to take this call. I don't know why. He, All right, go uh, ahead. So let's, uh, can you play some stuff real quick? Yeah, I got it. All right, thank you. All right. Here we go. Boom. KRFK Radio has the best hard rock and metal on the planet. Featuring Joe Elliott, Def Leppard vocalist and host of the Joe Elliott Radio Show. Are you serious? Eddie Trunk, host of the biggest metal programs ever on radio and MTV. Charlie Kendall, creator and host of Metal Shop. For adults only. Dee Snyder. Twisted Sister vocalist and host of the House of Hair. Any questions? Ron Keel, the metal cowboy. Ron Keel band vocalist and host of Streets of Rock and Roll. And boss of this here outfit. L.A. Lloyd, host of the Rock Countdown. And here comes the best part. The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris Aiken. And Hairball John. Am I on the air? Together, they reach all, and I mean all, hard rock and heavy metal fans. And you can only find them all together here on KRFK Radio. Right back here. Seth Williams Show with Chris Higgins. How do we keep Sorry getting you switched over to that side? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's all good. Yeah, dude, I mean, talking about this whole thing, you know, what, what I was saying was when I got fired... I got fired for a legit cause. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely, without getting into the whole thing because it's way dirtier than I try to be here, I sent some really, really heinous, dirty shit to, to them, to that, to that tandem. And it was like a podcast war, an early podcast war. But the, the hosts over there worked at um, CBS and they, and they filed an HR complaint and I got fired. And right. Matt got fired too, but we ended up talking Matt into keeping his gig. Now that all being said, I was fired by uh, Nard over there at, at 92 yeah. and Tom Herschel over at 92. They could not have been nicer to me. Right. They were, they, they were human beings. They were gentlemen about it. They were like, you know, we can't have this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and not much we can do with an hr complaint we can't just suspend you because of this and that and but and i was like hey fair game i knew what i was doing you know and and but they were human beings about it they weren't just like hey fuck you get out of here and you know and and they've been i've run into nard several times since and you know he's always nice to me you know he's not like hey enemy hey you know (laughs) there's just there's a way to do things yeah and, you know, apparently they know how to do it better at CBS. Seth, you were actually mentioned on Bloom Show yesterday by Dennis Manilov. He said you were one of Trish's best friends, said to Carmen. It'll be edited out of the replay. 
Yeah. Well, Dennis Vanilov <laughs> is a good person. That's why. Dennis Vanilov, <laughs> D-Man, is, is a good person with a good heart and actually cares about people. And uh, I, and he's not a full-time employee at TAM either. I, I just... It is what it is, man. I'm not... People are like, oh, you're bitter. No, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter about getting fired. I'm bitter about the way that they treat people. I'm bitter about the way that they treated him. I'm bitter about the way that they treated my family. After, you know, I was sick, forget about firing. I put a lot of time and effort into that place, and to get crapped on was pretty awful. Why is it bad that you're bitter about getting fucked over? Because Should again, you not be bitter about that? Well, yeah, but I, being bitter is one of the, look. Because you know what what happens? People look at it a different way. People will look at it and go, some asshole like that's over there will say, uh, you're just doing, you're trying to take away from, you know, Triv's honoring. No, I want Triv to be honored. I think you should have been doing it a hell of a lot more than you have than one fucking day on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, two years later. A you day when almost nobody's listening to the radio. A day when almost no one's listening to the radio. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's just a lame it, it's lame. I'll say. I know you won't say it. It's lame. It's just it, it's it's bullshit. Lame, cheap pop. It's it, this is. You know what? You know what? Having Triv on Christmas is is akin to. It is the same as when a a band is failing, and they go, "What do you think, Cleveland? What do you you know? Just looking to get the crowd into it. That's all they're doing." They're just shamelessly looking to get Cleveland back on their side because I'm willing to bet you anything that part of the reason for this is ratings are not great. If Bloom Daddy was killing it, if he was doing the same numbers as Triv, they would have the best of Bloom Daddy all week. Well, that's just it. We didn't do best of Pete Franklin when Triv was on. No, of course not. On Christmas Day. No, they're doing it because Bloom Daddy's failing. Hey, look. And that's not to be mean to him. That's just saying... Dude, Triv was an icon in this town. Yeah. He was he was arguably maybe the most important DJ in this town since Alan Freed. I mean, honestly, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, right. you I'm just skin in the game. No, and I mean, I didn't even know Triv that well to be honest. I met him a couple times, but you know, I didn't know him, know him. And, but I mean, he was, he was the most important. I mean, who else would it be? Bill Lewis, you know, Kenny Rhoda, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, great, honestly, great, great, great guys, but yes. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're not in the same, no. same category here. You know, the, the two most famous DJs in the history of Cleveland, I think are Alan Freed and Mike Trevisano. And that comes and. Triv last how long was Triv on on the show on uh 3WE and then TAM 30 years yeah 30 years how many you've been in radio for a long time how many guys get to be the headline show on a station for 30 years uh, not very often even Howard Stern didn't get to do that no you got to be something to, to do that you know I mean that's that is unprecedented territory See, and look, even proves my point. I didn't. Sandy just started listening. Yeah. And she says exactly what I said. They banned his callers. They banned yeah. his friends from calling into the radio show. Yeah. And, and, and I sort okay. of get it, but I sort of don't. They should have maybe phased it a little bit instead of just a flat out ban. 
You, you know what I mean? They, What's they, the point? Well, the point Look, is, you don't have what they, if you don't like what they have to say, if they're calling in, all they do is say Bloom Daddy fucking sucks and get rid of them. I mean, then I understand you, you cut them off, throw them off yeah. the air for now. But what are you going to ban people for? People they didn't. Were, they didn't need to ban people. But I, I, yeah. I and again, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit here. But if people were calling every day saying, "Oh, I remember when Triv said this. I remember when Triv said that," then. Bloom Daddy can't move forward with his gig because it'll it'll keep coming. It'll keep thirty years. It'll keep coming. That being said, that banning people and banning his callers and banning his sound and all—that's just ridiculous. That station made hundreds of millions of dollars because of Mike Trevisano. Hundreds of millions. You know, have a little fucking respect, you dicks. And now they're running back on Christmas Day to to, to do whatever they want. I don't know why they're doing. It. I know why they're doing it. I do too, because they're because they're losing money. They they uh, they're just not cool. They're just not honest people, and I don't like that. I just mm-hmm. don't. And again, I I've said nothing out of turn because it was stuff that I was told first that I know firsthand. I mean, I was told to do it. I was told everything that I said is true. Yeah. Well, they're, <laughs> they're shitheads, dude. I mean. I'm, you know, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. to make me look like a bad guy. I didn't do anything. What the hell did I do? You're going to ban me from Facebook? What the hell did I do to you? I did Easy. nothing to you. Easy, simple target. Every time every time you post on there, their 500 people that, that go to their Facebook page are reminded of Triv. Some guy which, sent me a text today saying that he's every time that they have put up a post on this, he said, well, where's Seth? And I've looked for the post and they're gone. They're yeah, gone. of course course i haven't seen them i don't know they don't want you dude they don't want you to have a personality they, they probably hate that you do this even though we're not even really you know we're not pushing and we're not trying to become some big you know we're not we're not going national as i used to hear on this show you know you know we're 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 not doing that we're just we're just having fun we're just having fun fucking around but i guarantee you the same people over there that treated you like shit hate the fact that you have a voice. I know that. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm not positive. a people on their ass, but I, I, they're probably annoyed that I'm doing anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they are. Ah, yeah, whatever. So wasting my time talking about them even irritates the hell out of me. But I, when something like this happens, and like I support them honoring Triv. That's ridiculous. Why would anybody think that I wouldn't support them honoring Triv? I wanted to be a part of it. See, and and the if move they would have asked me to be a part of it. I would have said yes. And that would have been the move. Instead of having just Marty, maybe have you and Marty go in there and do it. Marty, Paul, if they're doing yeah. twelve hours of it, I think yeah. they're doing more. They're doing like eight a.m. to midnight. Then ask yeah. us all to be a part of it. Ask Marty to be a part of it. Ask Paul to be a part of it. Ask me. Ask Glenn Forbes to be a part of it. Ask Goldman to be a part of it. And y'all uh, could tell little three, five-minute stories in between some segments. And I was on the phone with Glenn for an hour today. <coughs> Glenn Forbes used to be the producer. Yeah, yeah. I know Glenn. And I know that Glenn probably would have said yes. Sure. doing it. Because, you know what? Glenn loved Triv, too. Sure. I'm sure Rattle would have said yes. I'm sure. I don't know if Rattle was asked. He may have been asked. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure everybody well, that not, was. Why not have us all who is part of that experience of, of the Triv show, which was an experience for 20 some years, been happy 
to be a part of it. Even if the, after they fired me, if they would have just said, hey, Seth, we're doing this thing for Triv. Would you be a part of it? I would have said, for Triv? No doubt. Yeah. And I would have gone on and I would have been as happy as a pig in shit just talking about stories about Triv and having a good time on Christmas. I would have given up my Christmas to go in there and be a part of that. Yeah. But, and that's not bitter either. I'm bitter by who's doing it. Right. Not Marty. I'm talking about management over there. Right, right, right. Well, it sucks, but, you know, you won't say it. I'll say it. Don't listen. I know you're going to listen anyway, but don't listen. Don't give them the ratings point, which is what they want in the first place. Yeah, well, I mean, for the Triv fan and friends of Triv, it's something that you almost have to do because, you know, hearing them on the radio again is something that is not only cool, but therapeutic, I think, for a lot of people. And I I, I understand that. I'm probably going to tune in when I'm in the car driving to family's house and everything else. I want to hear. I want to hear his voice again. Sure. Somebody should just download it and put it on YouTube. I just wish uh, it wasn't... uh, the guy over there who's taking the credit for it. And Gunner's hitting it on the head, too. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, it would have taken no, no effort at all to, to sit there and put together, you know, four hours of best of Bloom Daddy, whatever that means. And then, you know. Yeah, but then they got to pay him. Well, they don't have to pay anybody. It just runs recorded. I mean, it wouldn't be. Carmen would have to sit there and do something and record it and play it. Yeah, that's true. Anybody there. Yeah, he's he's with him being active. They he'd want approval and all that other crap. I mean, this is easy. There's no there's nobody to say no. They can pick whatever segments they want. They're probably, they probably they may even not ask for approval. Whatever. Huh? Trip would say, "Put together the best of. Would be the best of. Okay, I put you." There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just I don't know. I mean, it, it really does suck. I'm, I think I'm more mad than you, just because. You know, I know for you it's personal. For me, it's not as personal. It's just a shitty situation, and that just sucks. It just sucks that it is what it is. It's just a shitty situation. Do you think that's true, Sandy? I don't know. Do you think that? I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'd like to think that Ray wasn't like that. But again, I know from the conversations that I had on numerous smoke breaks who Triv did like and did not like at that radio station. Right. And the people that are uh, promoting, not so much. (laughs) Right. And he had no reason to lie to me. He did say don't trust them, which apparently I did a little bit too much. Yeah, well, there's always that in radio. You can't really trust anybody. Everybody's your friend until they're not. Maybe. <laughs> That's true, too. Anytime someone promises, <laughs> get it in writing. Yeah, agree with that, too. Oh, well, it is what it is. Well... If you want, I guess you can listen on Monday. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd. I'd really like to know what segments they're going to play. I mean, I think I have literally every segment that they're going to play here on my right. computer. 
I guarantee I it, won't be you, it won't be you eating a pineapple. No, I guarantee it will not be any of me. But <laughs> uh, I, uh, I should have done that. I should have just started playing on my computer everything that they're going to play on Christmas Eve. Yeah, why not? Go live. Just go live and play it. Jim said he didn't cry because the moneymaker was gone. That could be. <laughs> you know what it might have been. The, the problem, the thing about Triv being around was that everybody felt like they're they had like security. Sure. Because if Triv liked you a little bit, then nobody was getting ready. <laughs> you everything. I I always compared it to like Triv was like the sun. Mm-hmm. In the universe, right? And every other, every person kind of floated around him, and like the other, the planets and everything just kind of rotated around him. Right. And when he passed, unfortunately, it was like the light went out on that universe, and everything scattered off and <laughs> just went floating chaos. away. <laughs> yeah, into complete chaos, and nobody knew what the hell to do. And <laughs> that's kind of true. It's kind of the way that it was. Yeah. Well, now you got Bloom Daddy. Yeah. But we got Bloom Doggy. Isn't that better? Yeah. Yeah, we do. And nobody can touch the sun. That is that is true. We do have Bloom Doggy. I don't want to spend the entire show talking about that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I there you go. I, I said my piece, and it is what it is. I feel, I feel better now. Feel better now, right, venting well, a little bit. Well, good. And so now we have uh, this asshole. I don't know who's worse. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know who's worse. You know, Come on. at the radio station or this guy. Come on. It's not even a competition, is it? Should I play it before first or would? Yeah, play it first, and then because I want to talk about the whole text thread that we had going this 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 afternoon. All right. Uh, do yeah. I need to play it? I'll play it. All right. Here, here we go. There's no audio. No sound? That's how bad this guy is. Wait a minute. That's why I said to you earlier, I said, man, I think my headphones and microphone are broke because I don't hear anything. And then because I played that, that guy wasn't talking. He's so bad at his job <laughs> at calling Brown stuff that he can't even get sound to work on his stupid segment. What the hell? And I, of course, had no time to check it today, so. You better send that guy a text right now saying he sucks ass at recording stuff because he didn't get sound on there. I fail today. I'm going to take the fail on that. I should have I should no, have no, no, no. He should take the fail because he doesn't even know how to work a microphone. Yeah, there's no audio in his original either. Damn it. <laughs> it's not me. It's not. I just, I just tried to play it here. And it's, so that it's, guy who was about to take shots at me for not being able to call a game. <laughs> Can't even get his recording to work, and obviously didn't check it before he sent it. No, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me feel better about life. Does it? John Drake, the Browns expert, supposedly, that we have on this uh, show. I couldn't figure (laughs) out how to record his Bloom Doggy Browns details. I know one thing, though. He can certainly figure out how to make a awful taste in asparagus. Charles Guile checking in. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Hope you're feeling well, Charles. Yeah. Charles Guile checking in. So are you excited about the as- as- asparagus cook-off? 
Natalie checking in. She fell asleep. <laughs> um, no, I am not. One, I am kind of excited about the asparagus because I know how I'm going to prepare it. And so well, I, I don't know why there's any kind of debate going on here on this text thread that we had today. <laughs> because, well, you guys all suck. But I, you know, who? Nobody, you're not coming over here to prepare the asparagus if I have to I eat it. I thought Billy was preparing it. That's fine. Is Billy going to drive his food truck over to my house? He'll probably drive his car. Okay, well, I, I doubt that that's going to happen. So I'm guessing that I'm going to have to prepare my asparagus myself. But we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. But you guys are terrible people. In case anybody's joining us, um, I made a bet with John Drake, the Bloom Doggy Dog Pound Details guy, uh, that the Browns will not make the playoffs. And he says that they will. And if I lose, I have to eat a pound of asparagus. That's right. And if he loses, he has to wear a Steelers jersey. Nice James Harrison jersey. Right. And we will take video because he hates the Steelers probably more than I hate asparagus, even though I've never tried it. I think that's fair, yeah. But if you want to explain the text thread that was going on today. <laughs> well, it quickly it quickly morphed from from good asparagus to buying some really low rent. <laughs> groceries. Well, the original asparagus idea was that <laughs> Billy was going to prepare some smoked asparagus on his yes. grill, and it was going to be, I'm assuming, flavored with like garlic and lemon, some olive oil and stuff like that. And today, Billy decides to send a picture of frozen asparagus that they have at the dollar store. Yeah, the Dollar Tree. <laughs> and then I said that wasn't good. That was too good. Yeah, you proceeded to tell everybody that that is actually. I said, good I, I said it has to look like flowers that somebody's girlfriend forgot. <laughs> Which is a terrible idea. <laughs> you said none of that fancy or giant, fancy Walmart or Giant Eagle. That's so, right. What's fancy about Walmart or Giant Eagle asparagus? Come on. I don't want you getting that fancy stuff. I was I was talking Aldi's or Dollar General. Dollar General's not bad. And then I said that I would pick it from my garden. Yeah, we weren't having that either. But I don't have a garden. So that's yeah. apparently not going to happen. Let's just start growing it now. I don't think it'd be ready, though, in time, would it? I don't know. I mean, it's I don't not think gonna, it'd grow in three happen. weeks. It's not going to happen before we come back on, you know, in January. By the but, time you come back, they're already going to have clinched the playoffs. No, they're not going to. They're not going to. I'm going live the day that they blow the playoffs. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call little John Drake and have him on the uh, the show, and and make him wear the Steelers jersey that day. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you the the, the secret truth. <clears throat> There's a good part of me that hopes you win. <laughs> he is your friend and you know how much he loves the Browns. It will it will kill him way more than it will kill you to eat asparagus to be photographed in a James Harrison jersey. It will kill him and he knows I'll send it to every one of his damn friends. Every one of his friends that he has talked shit out at over the years because they're like Ravens fans or Steelers fans or whatever. I mean, he talks mad shit, 
And it will be my pleasure if he loses to make sure every one of his friends sees him in, in Steeler gear. That will be tremendous. Now I'm looking at the, uh, the Browns' chances of making the playoffs, according to the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, 99%. 99%. Seems like you still have some hope, Seth. I do. There is a hope. <laughs> there is a chance. One. <laughs> Look, the Browns are going to lose out. There's no doubt about that. They're not going to lose out. They're going to lose to the Texans this weekend, right? You are insane. Then they're going to lose to the Jets. That's the only game that I'm worried about. The Jets stink. They're not going to lose this week either. They're going to lose this week. C.J. Stroud's going to throw 400 yards against C.J. Stroud might not even play. He'll play. It's the Case Keenum-led Texans. He'll throw for 500 yards. (laughs) Yeah, because he did that so much when he was here. The Browns will lose this weekend. No ben, way. If they lose to the Jets and they lose to the Bengals, then I, I'm going to definitely win. So if they lose out, I win. There's no way are they going to lose three straight. No way. They have nobody on the defense, and they have nobody left on the offensive line. You and I, they, I got a phone <coughs> call. That's who called me earlier during the show. Was the Browns to see if I could play the offensive See if you could play. <laughs> and I said, yeah. Playing all songs from Apple Music. Oh, look at right, playing songs from Apple Music. I don't know. Siri just went on. I didn't say Siri. I coughed. <laughs> all right. Well, you're time. wrong, and that's just the way it is. Wait. Oh, for sure. It's definitely a possibility they lose out. Get no out of here. You guys are nuts. I don't understand why you think that this team is so good. Did I say so good? But they're not going to lose out. It, Look, it, I might have been on your side if they didn't have all these injuries. Even with all these injuries, they are better than the Jets. No. The Jets are barely better than a college team. The Jets are terrible. The Jets have one good player, and he's got a blown-up Achilles. List Cleveland Browns injuries. I know it's a lot. Juan Thornhill. Questionable. Safety. Anthony Walker Jr. Questionable. Linebacker. Some guy named Ogbo or Ogbo or something, but I can't pronounce his last name. Defensive end. Questionable. Center. Questionable. Linebacker. Questionable. Injured reserve. Questionable. Petonio. Questionable. Mike Ford. Grant Delpit, out. Dewan Jones, out. Jedrick Wills, out. All these people are out. Michael Woods, the second, out. And they were all out last week, and they won. Sean Watson, out. Conklin, out. All guard, Drew Forbes, out. Half our team is out. And they were all out last week and still won. Yeah, well, that wasn't against the Texans. The Bears and the Texans are about the same. Bears are a terrible team, and they should have won that game. The Bears are a terrible team, and the Texans are are not a great team. Mayor Bill thinks they're going to win. The Browns got this. Just based on the reality, said they're eating asparagus. That's that's more the reason. You're just hope. 
You're hoping upon hope that you don't have to eat that fucking asparagus. There's I know no it's no way up. that I'm going to eat it, the asparagus. You are going to eat that asparagus. And then I was told that if I eat the asparagus, that my stomach is going to be upset. I'm going to be crapping like for a day and a half. Oh, I can't afford it. to miss work. Stop it. That's you not going to happen. So, it's not going to happen. So we'll do it on a Friday. Although that may change. You never know. Yeah. You, who knows what could happen in the last uh, week or so here of a... Uh, no. Of a... Uh, 2023 you, you might get shuttled from whk with no notice who knows I, yeah, don't say that <laughs> real possibility let's hope not that would not be good even scott got an invite to fill for and fill in for those guys that are out see look at that if they win you have to eat collard greens i've never had a collard green i don't know what a collard yeah, green is collard green's not good Although to me, the worst of all of that stuff would be like the the kind of soupy, mushy spinach. That's the worst to me. You know, as a kid, I like canned spinach. I, I just don't like it when it's all mushy and gooey. Ugh. I don't like spinach at all. Anymore. I can't. Like that leafy green crap, I can't even finish. Yeah. I don't mind like a good spinach salad. That's that's not bad. But... <laughs> I can't. Look, I can't eat. I don't want to get sick. Hey, you're the one that made the bet. Okay, I didn't know that it could be toxic to me. It's not going to be toxic. We went through this last week. It's the most healthy thing you could possibly eat. If it's making me have stomach cramps to the point of needing to use the restroom. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 14 stalks of asparagus is not going to make you sick. 14 to 18, it says. Like even 18. You're thinking that these things are like a piece of corn and you're going to be eating a whole table's worth of corn. Dude, they're, they're tiny. It's like putting 14 pencils on a table. That's not a lot. It seems like a lot. It's not a lot of of green stuff. It's not a lot. It's, it's definitely not like 14 ears of corn or 14 cans of soup or whatever. A pound isn't that much. Come on. Even Scott says a pound is a lot, though. Nah, come on. It's only a pound. You'll have two hours to eat it during the show. You can nibble on it all show. You think I'm going to make it through two hours? Yes, of course. Without vomiting? Of course. Asparagus is good. Do I get like a ranch or dipping sauce, like a cheese sauce or something? You could drink some after. Drink some. <laughs> drink like drink some after each bite. No, at the end, we'll let you have water like they do at the um, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Maybe that's what you should do. See how many you can eat in like two minutes. Just get it over with. See, that's what, what's kind of messed up about this bed. Is now I feel like I'm Carmen, just doing some stupid eating thing, and it, it makes me you know <laughs> look bad. Like I, I'd rather. Is there anything else? I could do? I'd rather like wear like a tutu or like. No, no, this is do, good. I have to do the show naked. No, yeah. this is good. Nobody wants to see that. Well, that's the point. Everybody would turn it off, so I'd just be here by myself naked. So what's what good is that bet? Well, it's bad for, no, well, not good for John. Here's a here's a bet. Here's a bet. We're gonna do something that no one wants to watch. Why not just read a book? I've eaten more than a pound of mashed potatoes and sitting. You'll be fine. A pound isn't anything. That's what okay, I'm saying. Look, 
I can eat a pound of mashed potatoes. I can eat two pounds of mashed potatoes. You slap some gravy on there, I can get three pounds of mashed potatoes. Pounds a pound. We're talking about, okay, but asparagus doesn't taste like mashed potatoes. Asparagus doesn't taste bad either. How would you know? You've never had it. Because I've talked to numerous people that said asparagus is not really a good vegetable. Oh, stop. And then we read online, it's the most healthy thing in the entire world that you can eat. you believe everything you read online? I believe that. Yes. Especially when you were looking for it as a way to get out of this bet. <laughs> yeah, Dollar General, Dollar Tree actually is where he was. Dollar Tree. Oof. Dollar Tree, that used to be everything was a dollar. Now it's like a dollar twenty-five, dollar fifty. No. <laughs> no, no longer a dollar for everything. It's a but dollar-ish yeah. tree. Yeah, dollar-ish. <laughs> 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 did send a picture of the sign. I think it was like a pound for a pack of the frozen. Yeah. Berries. But it was just what I mean. What it'd be about three or four of those packs for a pound? Wouldn't be that much. Well, I'm not buying it. I don't have to buy it. I'll buy it. I, I, I have no problem buying it. Who the hell is gonna buy that jersey? They're not gonna get a James Harrison jersey for less than like a hundred bucks. Oh, I have I have plenty of Steeler fans. All right. I have plenty of Steeler friends that'll that'll happily loan me a uh, James Harrison jersey just yeah. to see John in it. Because that's what we should be talking about. Because the Browns are going to lose out and are not going to make the playoffs. They're going to find a way to screw this up. And oh, yeah. by the way, the other thing that ticked me off today about the Browns is that they keep. Did you see the meme that's been going around all over the place today? Mm-mm. It's a meme. Maybe you can find it. Probably just search it. But it's a that final hail mary pass, and the Bears player is laying on the ground, and there's a ghost picture of Jim Brown poking the ball away with a cane. Well, good for Jim for stepping in there. I, I support that. I'm looking. See it any, I, I know that I... You know what? I, uh, I copied it at work. It's not going to be on my phone. Yeah, it didn't come up. Uh, yeah, it's been everywhere on Facebook today. And my point of that is what irritated me about it is is that every Browns fan was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, way to go, Jim Brown. Jim Brown is like a new Jedi getting rid of the football and, you know, it's the uh, Jim Brown, the ghost of Jim Brown that's going to help us win all these games. Is the ghost of Jim Brown still beating the shit out of women? That's what I want to know. Is Was the cane that he was swinging around to knock that football out of the Bears' hands one that he was slapping women in the face with? That's what I want to know. Everybody celebrates this Jim Brown like he's a hero when the guy was allegedly an abuser, tossed a woman out of a balcony, off a balcony, and <laughs> everybody's... Hey, Jim Brown, the ghost of Jim Brown's going to help us win the Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe that ghost thought that that football was named Marsha or something. I, I guess. I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, it's not alleged. He definitely did that. I don't know. Did he? I think he did. I think he did, like, jail time. Or not jail time, but, like, he, he was convicted of it, wasn't he? I think on lesser charges or something. Yeah. You have to experience asparagus pee at least once in your life. That's right. I'll pass. Why do I have no. to experience? Why is that something I need to experience? This is not going to be. Dude, you're going to get to the end of the show and be like, this was shit. This was nothing. You're psyching yourself into this thing being bad. Asparagus well, is not bad. One, I'm not going to have to you know, psych myself out of anything. I'm not going to lose. You're definitely going to lose. When could they actually clinch the playoffs? That's what I want to know. When can the Browns well, let's see. They're what nine and five. They're probably going to have to. It probably come down to not this week, but the next week. 
If they win this week and next week, they probably clinch. I don't know. Everybody's got the same record this year. Exactly. Everybody's like nine and five or ten and four or eight and six. Everybody, you know, like the the whole playoff thing is. The thing is, is they it's probably going to come down to last week because they have to be the wild card. They're not going to catch the Ravens. All right, a lot has to happen with the Browns. Could this is from Channel Three? Uh, but the Browns could potentially earn a postseason berth in Week Sixteen. Is that this week? Must, That's this yeah, week. They must beat the Houston Texans first. Right. At the moment, ESPN Power Index gives Cleveland 89, 89% chance of getting a postseason berth. There we go. Fourth best odds in the NFL. So what has to happen this week? they got to yeah. beat the Texans? All right, let's run through the scenarios. All right, let's do that. For starters, the Browns must beat Houston on Christmas Eve for any of these paths to open up. Okay. No hands and butts. Okay. And they are two-and-a-half-point road underdogs against the Texans. They're an underdog? Yes. Two and a half Get out of here. So let's say the Browns win. What has to happen? Well. Holly Strano has to flip her car. Oh, she did that, that already. Yes. That is according to Channel 3, allegedly. Um, AFC North rivals Cincinnati and Pittsburgh will kick off. God, can they make this easy? Uh if the Steelers beat the Bengals, the following results must take place. The Chargers win over the Bills Saturday night. Now, if the Steelers beat the Bengals, this must happen. The Chargers win over the Bills Saturday night. An Atlanta Falcons win or tie against the Colts on Sunday. A Miami Dolphins win or tie against the Cowboys later Sunday. A New England Patriots win or tie against the Broncos Sunday night. Well, that's the that's the one that won't happen. But if Cincinnati prevails over Pittsburgh or the game ends in a tie, the framework gets a lot more complicated with six separate scenarios now coming to play. Three would be contingent on Buffalo losing to L.A. A Miami win or tie against uh, Dallas and a New England win or tie versus Denver. A Colts against Atlanta Tampa Bay Buccaneers win over Jacksonville and a Miami win or tie versus Dallas. How great would it be if they get in because Baker pulls their pulls the, the string for Tampa? These are way too complicated to get into. Here's the deal. They're not going to clinch this weekend. Well, look at that. C.J. Stroud reportedly expected to remain sideline versus Browns. That's all show. That's all show. That's, Still, not that's not accurate. Why is that not accurate? Expected to remain. They're just playing the game of we're not letting the Browns know who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, C.J. Stroud likely out Sunday versus Browns, sources Likely. Say. They didn't say is out. It says likely out. Because they're waiting to see about the concussion protocol. But Plus, Case Keenum might be a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. Would you? Now you're just being an ass. I'm not being an ass. Case Keenum is a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. When Case Keenum was here, he just did not have the talent around him. Oh, stop it. Stop it. He is not a better quarterback than Uh, C.J. Stroud. I said might be. Might be. Well, I might be. I might be a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. I mean, we could play that game all day long. I'm just saying. If C.J. Stroud is out, the Texans have a lot of great players. Case Keenum could lead that team to a 30-point victory against our Browns. 
please. Plus, their defense is solid. Their their defense is fair. I know nothing about their defense or their offense. They're I'm okay. Just, I mean, they're. I, I've watched a couple of their games. They're okay. But Stroud is the reason that they've won their games. If he ain't there, they ain't winning. He's going to play. He's going to play on Sunday. He ain't playing. Oh, yeah. Why would they risk him? Because they have a playoff berth at, at risk. They got to win, too. If they want to make the playoffs, they got to win. So he's, in, here, he's in concussion protocol. He'll pass on Sunday morning. No, he won't. He's yep. out. He'll, he'll play. Well, if he does pass, I hope I hope um, Miles I'll hits him in the head. I'll put a pound of green beans on, on this one that he plays. A pound of green beans on top of the asparagus? No, I'm not doing that. Thought about it for a second. I'm like, hmm. I'll put a pound of corn on the cob. No. no. Pound of corn. Pound of collard greens. No. It's not supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be a good bet. I'll put a pound of Hershey Kisses. Oh, go! Wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. What's next? A pound of jelly beans? Look, Jesus. That's I, Hershey Kisses for a pound might, might actually kill me. So that, you know. Yeah. I don't know that I could eat a pound of chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate. You've never eaten like a big pound? I've had a pound of chocolate before. Nah, I don't really eat sugar. I'm the lone fat guy on the planet that doesn't eat <laughs> candy and cookies and cake and stuff. I really don't. It burns my throat. Out of corn, you'll be pooping. There you go. You'll be shitting, right. you'll be shitting half the day and pissing... Iodine the other half with the asparagus. Nine thousand scenarios. I would run all this stuff by the uh, numbers guy, WTM Facebook page, but I'm banned from there. So, want me to do it for you? So I'm not allowed to. Just sign my name. The Browns will not make the playoffs. Seth said so. Maybe, maybe each each moving forward with the show, I'll pull it up over here, and we'll just feature what they're doing on their Facebook page on this show. Or yeah, we could do that. Or maybe you could like just put a link to the Seth Williams show. Right. Yeah, why not? But then they'll ban me too. I've got burner I accounts. That to get that done, because I I posted a, just a, the slightest little comment, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing even bad. But somebody had to be sitting there, just watching. Oh yeah, the, the uh, can't right. have that blocked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then they probably went running to management. You're not going to believe it. I You're finally gonna... got Seth banned. He's blocked. We're never going to see him again. I just want to know who's doing it. Maybe it's the uh, the management. It's probably some damn intern. Who are you kidding? Well, I read some of the other comments because somebody posted a, somebody posted a comment like that said, uh, uh, "Oh, Bloom Day is the best you could get." And whoever was running the page said. And now that's a pretty shitty comment. And the guy, whoever was running the page, said, "I didn't see your resume uh, on the top of that pile." So I don't think it's like a real respectable person. Oh, yeah, we're not supposed that. to be there. I can't see that page anymore. Turn your head, Seth. I've been blocked. Turn your head. You're not allowed to see this. Oh my God, we're breaking the rules. We're breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to do that? I don't even know. If we're, I'm assuming we're allowed to pull up their page. Why not? Right? Of course we can pull up Facebook. 
Now, are they going to block me for looking at this page with you in the in the area? You might be blocked. Now, I'm not even making a comment. <clears throat> I'm just showing what's on their page. Well, it looks pretty interesting. Waffle House. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> it's great. Airline well, picture. I'm sad. I can't look at that anymore. Well, don't turn your head. Sorry. I, I what got, are you doing? I, I used to get all my news from there, and now I can't. Donald now Trump? I have to resort to TikTok. Got Donald Trump here? That is a shame what happened to him. He's going to beat that. They're not going to keep him off the ballot. You would. I don't think that they legally can. I mean, the guy... How can he? How can you claim insurrection when he's never even been investigated for insurrection? Well, that's the thing. I don't know what they're basing it on. I mean, usually in this country, you have this thing called due process, which means yeah. you have to have a trial, which means you have to be convicted. Then you have to go through appeals processes, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And then they can, you know, maybe the Supreme Court would get a case like that and be able to to decide on it. But they didn't do any of that stuff. No, they're just convicting him without a, a trial, without anything. They're going no. off of the ABC after school special that they called the January 6th, whatever it was hearings. Yeah. And that's what they're going off of. I'm just going to oh, say Seth, political prisoners locked up. Yeah. I'm just going to say you are a car thief. I have no proof of that at all. No and proof. you've never stolen a car, but you are a car thief. Never been convicted of it. No, but you're a car thief. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> what the hell is going on over there? They're smoking a little bit too much of that weed over there in Colorado. Yeah, it is a, uh, a little. It is what the first state. Isn't that the first state to? They were the first it? ones. Yeah. Yeah, they were the first ones to bring it in. I forgot to send Tony the link, so I was scrambling to send. No, it's all good. <laughs> I'm just sitting here reading about the Jimmy Malone show on. Um, on WTAM, but I, I took know. it off the screen so you couldn't see it. Oh, uh, thank you, because I I felt like I was going to get arrested. Yeah. yeah, I don't want I don't want to participate in helping you see this um yeah. this hallowed website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how a conservative station that was supposed to be all about free speech and you know and you're allowed to say what you want to say. Big tech is horrible for censoring you know the conservative movement. Won't allow somebody that used to work there for 13 years to leave a comment on their site. Yeah. Well, they got a they got a podcast up from Greg Brenda. Man, you know that's good. You know that's good. Frankenbeans, isn't that him? Yeah, Sir Frankenbeans. It is. Oh, here's something interesting. Jonah Hill celebrates his 40th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jonah! That was a big that was a big topic on Bloom Daddy, apparently. Really. That they're putting that up as a podcast, well, that's celebrating his uh, birthday, Jonah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jonah! What the fuck is going on over here at TAM? Jesus, this is one boring ass website. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not allowed to look at it. Now here's something: 180 individuals are expected to be named in the documents as um, Epstein people, Epstein associates. Well, I think good. of that. Now that would be interesting to see. Yeah, I, uh, I can't show you though. Sorry, Seth, you can't see that. I appreciate it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know, help to contribute to the delinquency of um yeah, of you. I appreciate it. Uh, let's take a quick break, and I can get Tony on here. Okay, all good. You need me to play it? 
Go ahead and play a couple of stuff. All right. Where is Yellow Brick Road? Here we go. All right. Here we go. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com. At Wolf Creek Media, we're family-owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, call us at 330-353-9695 or visit us at wctees.com. That's wctees.com, a proud sponsor of The Seth Williams Show. Right back here. Seth we Williams are. On the porn set that we have going on right That's now. That's right. Dude, I don't know if you know this. I don't. And you never will because you can never see this. But yes. uh, News Radio WTAM is is ranked in the top ninety nine in st- in the stars leaderboard on Facebook. Really? Look at that! They get a lot of stars. Apparently, you realize you get paid when you get stars. So that's how they're raising revenue now. Apparently, to right. pay for hosts is by the stars they get on Facebook. Maybe I wonder how many stars that Jonah Hill story got. Oh, I'm sure a ton. <laughs> so stupid alright let's go to uh, Tony Masaccio alright maybe I, he's been out so we're going to end the year like we started the year that's right but, Tony gentlemen, I'm, I'm banned from you? the WTM Facebook page oh my how did that happen I don't know because they, they don't like me that's alright I was banned from WTM 1100 when Truth passed away I wasn't allowed to call in Oh, now that's right. You were one of the band callers. Yes. Yeah, so now they're calling me to call in. Just like know. how Triv was, they wanted him to call in with Repeat Franklin. Now they're calling me. Well, nice. Figure that one out, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm needed. Yeah. So, guys, I am, first of all, happy holidays. Happy nice holidays. Same to nice you. To, nice to see you guys. I am here live in my kitchen and I am making eggplant parmesan. <laughs> Nice. So if I can do this, I'm going to actually have, Sam, you want to come right here? Grab this phone just like this. Can you see that? What is that? This is an eggplant. This is the ugliest piece of vegetable produce in the produce department. It's a purplish black vegetable, which most people, you see this, you think, how am I going to cook this? So eggplant parmesan in the Italian community is like a delicacy. You want to slice it just like this, nice and thin, and then you put it out and then you put salt on it to let to get all the moisture out of the eggplant itself. Okay. Once you do that, you want to actually put this into a batter 
So I put a little bit of milk, or you can use almond milk, with eggs, and just crack an egg inside right in a little bowl. And then you want to actually dip the slice of eggplant. The thinner it is, the better it is. So this way it soaks up nice, and it also will fry very nicely. So you would just dip it in just like this. And then put it right into your eggs. I have gluten-free breadcrumbs, but you can use any breadcrumbs. See that, Seth? Isn't this cool? It is cool, but... Sam, can you, are, are you seeing this? Yes, thank God. When okay. he said it's purplish and black, I was like, oh, my God. But then he said yeah. vegetable. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to twice dip this. You actually want to go from dark to light. Just like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do is you want to put it in a hot pan, just like this. As you can see, I'm already putting some on here. <clears throat> and then you just fry it low. You can put a cover on it. And then once it's fried, I like to fry it. And then what I like to do is bake it. So once it's actually fried, you can put it right on a pan, which I'm going to get in one second here, guys. And okay. to prep it, you just want to put the eggplant down, and then don't let Mama Masasha see this. Glad she's been gone for 15 years. <laughs> Never want to come out of a jar. Although I do have our friend's flour sauce. Yeah. How cool nice. is this, huh? They make a marinara. They also make a bolognese, and they make a mushroom spaghetti sauce, which Ooh. is delicious. And, of course, that's my friend, Matt Mitro, who owns Flower in Moreland Hills. We have done a show there, a great place. So then you want to just put a slice of tomato right on the eggplant. You can grate some mozzarella cheese right over it. Now, again, I know, Seth, you don't like the tomato. Never you had can it. You, it can might be good. You, you can eliminate the tomato, but the tomato makes it nice and a little acidy. Um, it's a little bit more Italian, obviously, with the tomato on there. And again, you can put like a really nice amount of cheese on here. And then what I like to do is not only the mozzarella, you can actually add a little Parmesan just right on top. Right on. And then what you want to do is you want to just put it right in the oven, put it on the oven for about eight to 10 minutes. All you want to do is make it where the, uh, literally where the sauce gets a little hot and the cheese just melts just enough so welcome to broadcasting here. You have the final product right here. Look at that. Isn't this cool? Look and at that. again, you can actually, this is sold either as an appetizer or sold as a dish in an Italian restaurant. And guess what? Three pieces of this right here is probably $17 at fine dining in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you my address, but just call me, text me. I'll make you eggplant parmesan. Nice. Seth, I'm leaving you a sample of this on my front porch, so you're going to try it, okay? Gonna, I'll swing by in a little while. That's the goods there, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Can Tony, can you hear us? Me? Yep, you got me now. Yes, mm -hmm. say it again. I said I'll swing by in a little bit, but that looks amazing. Yeah, it's very good. So... This, again, is an Italian dish that my mom taught us, and it's very simple, as you can see, just a few ingredients. So when TV dinners came out, I've said this story before, I wanted to learn how to cook. 
and I got every dish my mom cooked, whether it be cavatelles, you know, sauce, obviously not out of a jar, scratch sauce, lasagna, you name it, whatever she made, I cooked, except she was not a great baker. The biscuits that she made in Thanksgiving, my brother and I played catch with. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just with little John this morning. He actually had a brunch at his house. We were talking about this. Um, in the Italian community, actually, our culture, on Christmas Eve, I don't know if you ever heard of this or not, it's called the Seven Fishes. And what it does, it's great for, it's good luck and prosperity for the new year. So you actually make seven fishes, even if it's raw, whether it be, you know, like a oyster, a shrimp, a crab leg, or you can make schmelts or whatever, seven fishes you serve the evening of Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah, cool. Wow. That is cool. So, yeah. So everyone, you know, I, I guess uh, in New Year's Day, I guess it's pork that brings you good luck in some different uh, nationalities. You know, just, just it's very interesting the things that we make um, in our cultures and our heritage. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law, Tony, on Christmas Eve does a thing where it's like, it's almost like seven different dishes, but they all come out separately. It's like yes. one dish is going to be peas all by itself. One dish is going to be like pierogies all by itself. One dish is going to be blah, blah, all by itself. But you can't use like salt, pepper, sauces, nothing. You're kind of screwed when you're trying to eat this meal because now everything's stuck to your teeth and you can't move your, your face around <laughs> even chew it. Then you're not allowed to have anything to drink during the meal until after the meal. Oh, there that's can't crazy. be any lights on while the, the meal is happening. Just one candle lit like in the middle of the table. And then is at that... the end of the table, at the end of the meal, they blow out the candle. And whichever way the smoke goes is supposedly the next person that's going to fucking die. Now, how sad what? is that? How scary Stop. is that shit? I, dude, the first time I did this tradition, I brought a fan with me. I started like, <laughs> blowing the fan. Like, I'm not going to have the smoke coming anywhere this... near me. This sounds more like a cult than a heritage. Apparently, I wasn't like quick enough the last Christmas Eve because I almost bought the farm and lost a leg. So apparently, some of the smoke hit my leg on the way by. But yeah, it's it's different. But I mean, it's always good, and I appreciate her yeah. traditions. But yeah, there is a tradition for everybody. Yeah. Hey, so real quick, December eighteenth. Happy belated birthday to Keith Richards. He was eight. He's eighty years old this month. <laughs> is that incredible? This guy had a alcohol problem, a heroin problem, cigarettes. He just quit two years ago. And the funniest thing about this is that obviously we know the Stones are going to be here this summer. Right. They are sponsored by AARP. That's right. How ironic is that? <laughs> that is so funny. That's so, awesome. And this is true. Actually, the Who was going to be sponsored by AARP. But with the song My Generation... I hope I die before I get old was not going to be a great campaign slogan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, Tone. Thank you, guys. So I'll be at 1899 in Shaker this Saturday morning. Unfortunately, I was there last week. We had technical difficulties. The uh, board op couldn't get in. Couldn't get into work. Oh, welcome, to, welcome to the workforce, huh? Yes, indeed. Right. I, yes, need, indeed. I need you, stuff. I need you on the board. Tony <laughs> Masasha reporting 
for the Seth Williams show. Happy Everybody New Year, Tony. Everybody knows Tony. Happy New Year to you guys. Again, Thanks. 10 o'clock every Saturday morning, Flashpoint. You can tune me in, and you can win a free dinner. Guys, nice. Happy New Year. I'll talk to you next year. All right, Tony. Yeah. Take Thanks, care, Tony. bud. Bye. You too. All right, bye-bye. Good stuff, man. There goes Tony. I was going to ask him about making you an asparagus meal. Yeah, well. That would have been good. He could make you. Good. He could make you um, asparagus parmesan. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit though, the asparagus. I mean, the part, the uh, what do you have? Eggplant parmesan. Eggplant. I mean, it looked good. It is good. I'm just I don't know what eggplant tastes like. So I like, like it personally. I'm 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 a fan of the eggplant personally, but it, it's one eggplant is one of those that is fifty fifty. Half the people like it and will will tell you it's the best thing ever. The other half will tell you. Why are you why are you baking a vegetable? You know, there's there's a definite there's a definite line in the sand with that. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, I, I think that uh, that's going to do it for us. I I, I want to just say I encourage. I know how I started this show with you and mm-hmm. talking about this disaster with me with the radio station banning me from Facebook and all that. But I do encourage everybody to listen to Triv on on Monday, right Christmas because. Uh, he was a, a treasure for this town, and I'll be listening. And uh, if you, you loved him, you, you should be listening too. Just after Monday, don't turn it on ever again, um, because they didn't care the way that we all cared. They didn't care the way that I cared about Triv. They didn't care the way that you guys cared about Triv. And I'm not saying all of them. I mean, Marty and Paul and all those guys definitely cared. Mots over there cared. I know that. Uh, a lot of people that did that does, do work there, they care, but some of the, the management lied, and they they don't care. And yeah. but I encourage everybody to listen, enjoy it, treasure it, record it if you can, so you can have it. Um, Put it on it. YouTube that way people can listen to that instead of the actual station. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, it has nothing to do with bitter feelings towards getting fired or anything else. It has to do with. I know how they felt, and I know how Trip felt, and that's where this is coming from, not from a place of anger or hurt or anything else. It's just that I know the truth. and uh, But enjoy it while you can. Enjoy Triv on Monday. And uh, we will have Best Of shows running for the next little while. We will. And then we will be back in January we with will. A, a refreshed, hopefully fantastic show. Yep, full of asparagus. and um... <laughs> No asparagus. I want to thank everybody for listening, though, this past year. I do appreciate it. Everybody that joined us on all the platforms, Rumble and TheSethWilliamsShow.com and YouTube and Facebook and everything else. CMS Network, of course. That's right. I hope everybody has a good, safe Christmas and a good, happy New Year as well. So, yes, sir. You got any big plans? going to do anything partying up for New Year's? I am doing nothing. I mean, literally, I might go. Um, I I gotta reach out to Bloom Doggy and see. He he had invited me like two months ago about doing something on New Year's, and I don't remember what. And he hasn't mentioned word one about it since, so I don't know if it just isn't happening now or what. But well, well, I don't know on New Year's and Christmas. I ain't doing nothing. I am we'll, staying uh, home. Maybe we'll videotape him in a Steelers jersey on New Year's Day. So. That would be good. I would love that. Have yourself a great one, and God willing, we will talk to you again in 2024. See ya! See ya.